0: They say it's the book of all books and it gives supernatural power. What is this book and how do we access it? Find out on this episode of Inverse.
1: Coming to you from Silver Spring, Maryland, welcome to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation on life principles, contemporary issues, and thought-provoking perspectives. Now here's your host, Justin Kim with Inverse.
0: And a warm welcome to all of you who are watching Inverse, a Bible study program with a couple of my friends all around the world, and we are here in our digital studios. And as you see, I'm sitting in front of a library with lots of books. And this week, we're going to study the book of all books. I want to say hi to my friends, my our panel our panel here this uh, this episode, and we're in the topic of discipleship you guys can follow along if you go to inversebible.org once again inversebible.org and you'll see all of our bible studies there uh past ones present ones and maybe even the future ones do and study along with us uh we're gonna have a word of prayer and israel can you pray for us please sure
2: i'd be happy to father in heaven thank you so much for this new day of life that you've given to us and for this privilege that we have to study your word Join us now, we pray, to lead us and to guide our conversation, we ask. In Jesus' name, amen. amen.
0: Amen. Amen. We're going to go to Isaiah chapter 55. Isaiah chapter 55. And Siku, can you read verses 1 through 5, please?
1: It reads, Ho, everyone who thirsts, come to us. And you who have no money, come by and eat. Yes, come. Buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend money for what is not bread and your wages for what does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me and eat what is good and let your soul delight itself in abundance. Incline your ear and come to me. Hear and your soul shall live and I will make an everlasting covenant with you, the sure mercies of David. Indeed, I have given him as a witness to the people, a leader and commander for the people. Surely you shall call a nation you do not know and nations who do not know you shall run to you. Because of the Lord your God and the Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified you.
0: I'll read from verse 6. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while He's near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord and he will have mercy on him and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven and do not return there, but but water the earth and make it bring forth in bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please And it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. And verse 12 and 13. Callie, if you can round us out, please.
3: Yeah. For you shall go out with joy and be led out with peace. The mountains and the hills shall break forth into singing before you. And all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of the thorn shall come up the cypress tree. And instead of the briar shall come up the myrtle tree. And it shall be to the Lord for a name, for an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off.
0: All right. This is just a beautiful passage. And hopefully you've read along with us uh, so many promises there, really emphasizing the power of God's word. Callie, can you kind of, before we actually get into it, kind of give us an overview for where we've been and we can we can start from there.
3: Yeah, so overall, we've been talking about discipleship. At the beginning, we Mm -hmm. talked about how God accomplishes discipleship through humanity, through people like you and me. And we talked about the goal of discipleship is Christ-likeness, the actual Christ-likeness. And Mm -hmm. last week, we talked about the role of prayer in discipleship. So all Mm -hmm, the different mm -hmm. aspects of, of discipleship so far.
0: Mm-hmm. There seems to be really three, I don't know, practical things that we as human beings can do. And that's something we highlighted last week. We'll highlight this week and talk about next week. These three things being praying, Bible study, and witnessing. And, uh, one of my, one of my mentors you came up with this kind of, I don't know what it's called, like a rhyme or a doozy or a jingle or, I don't know, I don't know what it's called, but, uh, prayer, <laughs> air prayer. Uh, reading and feeding and fitness and witness and it's so cool that they rhyme but also the 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 analogies actually work out too so last week we looked at praying and mm-hmm. air air prayer as much as we should be breathing in air we should be also be praying the bible says pray without ceasing as if we should be breathing without ceasing and if we cease to pray we will spiritually die in a sense and we talked about how jesus really helped mm-hmm. us or, or teach us uh decide his disciples on how to pray um let's go into actually uh, chapter 55 and what is the emphasis here what are some 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 principles we can tease out from this chapter we'll start with uh israel
2: isaiah 55 is really primarily discussing the importance of the word of god and Mm -hmm. i love their whole i mean it's so jam-packed with so many different things but there's something that really here as we were reading this uh this passage just a little bit ago and in verse three it says incline your ear and come to me hear, and your soul shall live and I will make an everlasting covenant with you so here it's talking about the importance of the word and 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 what um, what the prophet Isaiah is telling us here is that it is as we incline our ear to God as we listen to him as we listen to the words that he speaks to us that we will have a desire to come near to him in other words the reason why we have the word of God it is is because it is through this means that we draw near to God and secondly it says here and your soul shall live the word of God is the source of eternal life and it is impossible for us to experience the more abundant life with God if we do if we do not incline our ear uh, to hear what he has to say so the word of God is important because it gives us life and the word of God is important because it is the basis on which you and i begin to follow god as a disciple of jesus christ.
0: Mhm. Mm-hmm. I love the end of the chapter in verse 12 and 13 what what Callie read for us. You see all these types of trees coming out. You really see like this kind of uh spring or or harvest explosion. I'm not an agriculture guy so I don't know what it is, but all these plants coming out and it's not the bad stuff, not the bad, the thorns and the 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 bad Bushes. I don't know anything. Uh, but it's like the, the nice trees, the, the myrtle and the cypress. I don't know what myrtle cypress are, but apparently they're like the good trees. And for all this to happen, the water is coming down and that water is likened to, to, to God's blessings and, and God's blessings through God's word. Uh, he, he actually kind of rebukes us in verse one that we're all searching for, for these blessings. And you can get it from God's word, but you're going through all these other resources, and it's just totally free and accessible. Siku, other other blessings that you see, other promises you see in chapter fifty-five.
1: Uh, if I could comment on what you and Israel just talked yeah. about, um, mm-hmm. just at a practical level, um, I remember struggling with how do I increase my faith? Like how do I have a stronger walk with God? You know, how do I get to the place where I desire those things that I know I should, but I don't? Um, and the answer being here, like he's, he's telling us, incline your ear to me here and your soul shall live. And it reminded me mm-hmm. of Romans chapter 10 verse 17 where he says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So that starting in the word of God is the place where, uh, the foundation for even the desires that I should be having, I can find mm-hmm. them in the word of God. And God put plants a seed in my life as I study his word. So a really mm-hmm. practical way, you know, for how do I grow in my Christian experience? is reading the word of God and um, towards the end of the chapter, uh, sorry to go long, but uh, that verse, which most of us know from Isaiah 55, that, you know, my, my thoughts are not your thoughts. And then he goes, as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than you, than your ways. And verse 10 being critical for, as the rain comes down in snow from heaven, they do not return there, but water the earth, make it bring forth and bud that it may give seed to the, swine bread to the, to the eater. So my word, that goes forth from my mouth it shall not return to me void i mean this mm. harkens back to the creation experience where god spoke and it came into being and this mm. this is the power not a magical mystical like oh if i you know recite the words that are written in the bible something magical is going to happen in my life and you know things happen but the power of god's word is such that at creation he spoke and things came into being and that is the power, not in, um, like the letters of the word. I, uh, I'm, I'm trying to make a distinction that maybe someone will be able to clarify better. Not in like the power reading the letters breath. on a page. Oh, sure. The the, the,
2: the, the the power is found in the breath of God to even create. I don't know if that's what you were trying to say, uh, Sigu, but I was trying to help you along. Sorry.
1: Thank, thank you, Israel. <laughs> <No>, it's, <good. laughs> it's, it's that, <laughs> it's that the power, the power, of god's word to create inheres in who god is not Mm. in in incantations right but Mm, that mm -hmm. same power that god has that is in his word is available to us as we read scripture and it's available Mm -hmm. to transform our lives to change us and to give life the way that he gave life through his breath as israel said right at the beginning
0: i think it's cool that god has his thoughts and his ways you know like these these, you know, not mystical things out there, but these are, these are comprehensible ideas and thoughts and, and, and God has a mind and God is a person and humanity is always trying to access that. And, you know, I'm standing, I'm sitting here in front of this bookcase full of all these books and humanity for thousands of years has been trying to attain these, these spiritual things of God and God has already revealed them. In- in his word all we have to do is enter into that relationship with him and understand what he's trying to say for us to, to us and for us and we can access that power but very very profound thoughts there uh, i appreciate that it's not in the literalness of the incantation uh kelly
3: well going off to what you just said is i really like the the practicality of the concept of thoughts and ways like you said mm. it's not like the super hard to understand thing, but we all have thoughts. We all have ways that we do things. And it's interesting that those are the things in verse six and seven uh, over seven is where God is calling them to forsake those things. And instead of take on mm-hmm. his own. And so it's mm-hmm. something we even have in, in common with God. Like God has thoughts. We have thoughts. God has ways. We have ways, but God is telling us to forsake our own and we can actually mm-hmm. mimic his and, and be like him in that way. And I, I, I love that just as a practical person, because it's not like, oh yeah, do this mystical, <laughs> something God-like. It was like, no, literally the way you think and you do things, yeah, do that like God.
2: Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, it's awesome to go, to go with what Kelly is saying. What, what's crazy about this whole thing is that in so many ways, the human being just naturally and innately wants to be like God. And that's, I think mm-hmm. what, what what impacted me about what Kelly just said. God has thoughts, we have thoughts. God has ways, we have ways. And, and we want to copy God in so many ways. The, 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 the vast difference and deficiency is that we really stink at being like God. Or he says, mm-hmm. look, we do. you have thoughts, and I have thoughts. But don't confuse the fact, even though you have thoughts and I have thoughts, we're very, very, very different from each other. And you, you mm-hmm. need my word to teach you how to be like me.
0: Okay, well, we, we read about the Bible and the Bible's awesome and it's got power, and, but how do we access this? And how do we read it? And how do we, how do we get the, to the contact point it becomes really real? We'll get to those questions after the break.
1: Has Inverse been a blessing to you? Do you have questions, comments, or feedback you'd like to leave us? Find us on social media by searching Inverse Bible on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or YouTube. While there, join us, like us, heart us, thumbs up us. Our handle again is InverseBible, no spaces. Now, back to the discussion.
0: Hey, welcome back. We made a case that the Bible is super spiritually important. It has the thoughts and the ways of God, and we can access those, and, and we need to experience this every day. How many of you have had uh, have this unction to read the Bible every day? And you do. And some days are good and some days are, are not so good. I want to ask my friends, how do we make Bible study and Bible reading a daily habit? We, we, we looked at praying last week. And we should be praying without ceasing. Yeah? I mean, praying is like breathing. Um, reading is like feeding. And so some of us, we eat three times a day. Some of us, two. Some of us, five uh should we be eating as much as we read the bible and in terms of frequency and i don't know let's get into actual the practicals we made the case study the bible read the bible but how do we make this a daily habit as a Mm -hmm. disciple we'll start with siku
1: well i think the first thing is making the commitment that i want to spend time in god's word um Hmm. so first, starting with a commitment. Um, And then if if I could just speak from a young mother's perspective, you know, with just to keeping it real, um, Mm -hmm. you know, that Mm -hmm. before I was, when I was single, I'd spend like, you know, an hour, two hours in Bible study every day because you can wake up whenever you want to and go to sleep whenever you want to. It doesn't feel like it, but you can. Um, And then children come along and you don't wake up when you want to. And you don't sleep when you want to necessarily. And that completely changes the whole, like when having Bible study dynamic, um, your time is not completely your own any longer. And so something that I struggled with, um, and have struggled with for, you know, for several years was how do I get that? Like that deep connection, like that deep Bible study that I used to have in the past. Um, mm. but some, something that has become clearer to me over time. Our text way tells us that we need to meditate on God's word. Not mm-hmm. just reading for volume, but it's not just the quantity of the experience, but the quality of the experience. And even going into the, into the word, making that commitment that I will spend time in God's word every day. Um, and that changes at different seasons in our lives. But having made that mm. commitment, Looking for a quality experience where I want to meditate on God's Word, not just read volumes and volumes of it. And so I can brag that, oh, I read through the Bible. Um, but even if it's one verse that I can read and meditating on that verse throughout the day, as we talked about last week, prayerfully asking God to give me the gift of the Holy Spirit to aid my under- to help me understand um, and then meditating on scripture. Not just at the time that I'm reading the verse, whether it's at the beginning of the day or in the middle or towards the end, but then making it my meditation throughout the day so Mm -hmm. that all through my day, I'm spending time in God's word.
0: Mm-hmm. Appreciate your testimony there as a, as a young mother. And if those of you out there, if you are young parents, please visit us on social media and you can commiserate with Siku and give her some more comfort and maybe implement some of what, uh, some of her tools that she mentioned about meditation. And what she said is not only for young, young parents, but also for all of us, I'm a young parent too, but for all of us to meditate throughout the day. Uh, let's go to someone, uh, from maybe on the opposite experience, uh, Callie. <laughs>
3: <laughs> sorry, you got kids. Sorry. Um, yeah, I don't, don't have kids. I am married. Uh, my devotional life did change a bit when I got married just because it's it's not all about me. I have someone else in the home and we have schedules to keep and we have things to go about in the day together. But a way that I, um, something that helps me is remembering my motivation for devotional time and studying the word of God. Because there have been times in my life where I was motivated because I'm like like, I should read the Bible. And that was the only motivation. And all that did was really pave the way for guilt and it wasn't very enjoyable. It was just like, I have to Mm. do this and I have to pretend that I like it. Um, But once my motivation changed from that to, you know, I want to just get to know God and I want to spend time with him. And if I don't see something super deep, Jesus still loves me and it's okay. I'm here to spend Mm. time with him. It's kind of like in a regular relationship, right? Every conversation you have with a friend isn't earth shattering and fantastic. Some of them are but each time you're still getting to know someone a little bit more. And so when I have that perspective, it helps me enjoy my time in the word, whether it's five minutes or two hours. Um, mm-hmm. in addition to that, I, I, um, I try to interact with the Bible in two other ways during the day. I don't always do it, but I try to. Okay. And one of them is just to listen to a section of the Bible um, on audio while I'm doing something, while I'm doing the dishes, I'm cleaning up just something. And that can be five to 20 minutes, but I was listening to Judges the other day and I'm like, I forgot that story existed. <laughs> so even though I'm not reading it for my mm-hmm. devotions, I'm still learning. And the third way is I just take 10 minutes out of my day to review Bible memorization. And I think sometimes mm. people think to do Bible memorization, you have to do it four hours a day, but I just do it 10 minutes. And I've memorized um, a book of the Bible and several chapters. So that's a really good way too to help you meditate, like Siku said.
0: There seems to be different ways that we're all processing scripture. I mean, you have audio, which is through listening. We have meditation, which is kind of like chewing the word throughout the day, like bubble gum and gum. And then we have also memorization, which is like you're digesting it in your mind and, and get, making it a part of you. And I just love there's all these, you know, dietary illusions with, with Bible study and, and, uh, and consuming it. Um, Israel, what are some other ways that we can just make this really a discipline in our daily lives as a disciple of Jesus?
2: I'm sorry that I'm going to disappoint you that this is, has nothing to do with food. Um, but one of the, we also have to trust the fact that God is interested in speaking to us at the right time. And the whole point of Bible memorization, the whole point of reading scripture every day is so that we're storing up in our minds. And maybe this is, this is actually back to the food we're, we're, we're preserving and storing food for a, for a time of need. And we're storing up the word of God in our minds so that when the right experience comes, then God is able to apply that scriptural text to our to our lives at that time. There have been many moments in my experience where I've gone through a hard time um, or I'm going through some type of difficulty. And then God says to me, hey, this text applies to you just right now. And I think it was earlier uh, earlier today when, when Seek was talking about uh, the word of God speaking at creation and so forth and so on. As she was mentioning that, I never looked at the word of God in creation applying to Isaiah chapter 55. And so it, it spoke to me in this way. The great God of the universe speaks to us and the word of God, don't forget, it's got power, creative power in every sense of the word to, to, to work in your life, uh, every moment, moment by moment.
0: Thanks. This is, uh, this has been really encouraging me, encouraging to me because, uh, you all have different ways of studying the Bible and getting the Bible into you. Um, for me, I just, I like just, I, I like memorizing and meditating all these things, but, but studying, you know, sitting down and just getting into it. And, uh, I, I appreciate my wife who allows me to have those moments with scripture and she takes care of the kids. And then I take care of the kids and allowing her to have, we have this kind of a partnership uh and then getting into my journal and i I write these bible verses out Mm -hmm. and i look at different patterns and you study it out and get into the background information and i love the fact i don't know if i love it but uh, it gives me great comfort tying into what Callie said uh sometimes because this is a relationship there are some days where one i may not have the motive to 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 do the bible study and gotta i gotta watch that but there are some days where i study the bible and I really don't get anything out of it per se for that day. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are some Bible studies and some passages where you need a series of days, not because it's difficult, not because it's the timing of the length, just because as going to what Israel says. There may be some other things that are happening in my life. And so at a later future point, these things come all in a supernatural way, come to a, a, a point where all these things meet. And it's not this Mm -hmm. one little verse for that point of life, but it may be a series of things I've been studying for a while. That is the that is the the wisdom or the counsel or the word of God that I needed for that point in life. And it's it's a it's a complexity which I really is it is it is evidence that this is God, this is the Holy Spirit um, speaking to me, rather than me read something that morning, one verse, and that's exactly what I needed for that day. And there, there's those days that do, that do exist, but it's not like that every single day, and it's just like, oh, I need this, boop, doop, 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 and just kind of uh, this this kind of <laughs> synthetic uh, spiritual devotional experience. Um, so- I, um,
1: I- just to point to the, a verse that we read in Isaiah 55, um, mm-hmm. where it says, uh, verse 11, so shall my word is talking about the efficacy of the word of God. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void. And then it says, but it shall accomplish what I please and it shall mm-hmm. prosper in the thing for which I sent it. And I think sometimes when we think about Bible study, we're thinking, we have a goal for what God's word ought to do for me. Mm-hmm. But what this verse mm-hmm. is telling us is that this is God's word and he is in control of his word. He's in control of even what the word accomplishes in our lives. Yes. So there's an element yeah. of trust, that trust that God, when I come to your word, when I, when I study your word through the aid of the Holy Spirit, that your word will do in me what you intend for it to do in me and accomplish mm-hmm. what I need because you know better than I know what I need right now.
0: Mm-hmm. beautiful beautiful observation uh israel yeah that what Sigurd just said
2: is so profound and is actually in a lot better in a in a better way she's trying to say what i was trying to communicate i actually saw <laughs> that in the, in verse one where it says whoever so one that thirsteth come to the fountains and he that has no money come by and eat and then he asked the question why do you spend your money for that which is not bread meaning that Our natural inclination is, we don't know how to respond to the word of God. And we actually need someone to tell us how to respond to the word of God. Our natural tendency is that we're starving to death, and then we're gonna get the little money that we have and spend it on something that's not gonna satisfy that need. And so we, when we come to the word of God, as Sequel already eloquently said, when we come to the word of God, we don't even really know what we need. And so it it's, it's the beauty of God's character that not only does he give us the word, but he also helps us to apply that word uh, to our lives. And we, um, you guys already know this, but we just actually bought, because of COVID-19, we have all sorts of crazy things happening in our world today and in our lives. We went and we bought chickens. And and what the chickens taught me about myself is that I'm a chicken. And uh, the chickens are thirsty, this is crazy. Chickens are thirsty but they don't know how to drink water like if you don't literally take their head and dip it into the water they won't they won't drink they'll they'll die of thirst and and I thought to myself man that is exactly how I am unless god comes and teaches me how to take from his word even though i have a hunger for it i will die of starvation that's the human condition and uh that that that, that really impacted me how 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 that's expressed there in that passage
0: That is, that is very interesting. Are you sure you're, you're, you're raising your chickens correctly by dunking their heads in water? Like that, that sounds a bit, uh, your, your spiritual point is, is well taken and understood, but, uh, we'll see next week if if those chickens are still alive.
2: Not dunking the head, but leading the, gently leading the chick to the water, the source of water and dipping its beak into the water. That's how I should have said dipping its beak is a better way of, instead of dunking its head.
0: Amen. Amen. And that seems to be more appropriate of how the Lord leads us to the the, the word of God rather than dunking us until amen. we can't breathe anymore. Um, I want to encourage you all out there. Uh, maybe you are already reading the Bible, but take Bible study just that one step a little bit more seriously. Or maybe you're someone who you're just casually watching this show, but it is the burden for all of us to really get deep into the word. That's why we have our Bible study guides on inversebible.org or our TV show or this program at hopetv.org slash inverse that really focuses on the Bible. Make a commitment to have that daily and consistent discipline to spend time with Jesus. If you appreciated the show, visit uh, our social media outlets on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Our handle is inversebible. You can say hi to all of us and can encourage some of us who uh, really gets a real kick about reading every single social media comment and we appreciate all the support and prayers that you've given to us. We've been blessed by this conversation. Hopefully you have. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week here on Inverse.
1: You've been listening to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation with Kelly Williams, Israel Ramos, Jonathan Walter, Sebastian Braxton, Siku Dako, and your host, Justin Kim. Inverse is brought to you by the Hope Channel, television that changes lives. For this and more inspiring episodes, visit inverse.hopetv.org. Find us on social media, hashtag Inverse Bible. Until next time, this is Inverse.